Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Winning. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Winning Picks Weekly. I'm your host for today, video producer Greg. And along with me is my buddy, my co-host for tonight, my pal, my betting best friend at some mm-hmm. points right now. It feels like Chip Murphy. What's going on, Chip? How you doing? I'm good, man. Happy to be back on. Yeah. Let's do this. I love it. I love that we're talking every week. I see you on uh, Twitter here and there, Chip Murphy 7, always talking Knicks, always talking sports, always talking gambling. I absolutely love it. I saw a couple episodes come out for, is it the Knicks State of Mind, the draft stuff that you guys are doing? Yeah, yeah. How's the that draft been stuff going? we're doing. Uh, good, man, good. We talked to uh, Derek Murray of uh, Basketball News, so that was a lot of fun. And uh, Stacey Patton of the Strickland. Okay. So who Knicks fans listening to this will obviously know Stacy. But yeah, we talked to talk to them about options for the Knicks and you know, just like top guys like Chet Holmgren, uh Jabari, Jaden Ivey, the Knicks potentially trading up for Jaden Ivey, which is obviously something that's been in the news recently. I saw you but, tweeting about that a little bit today or yeah, the other day. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the big subjects the guy the guy to talk about obviously is Jaden and yeah we just wanted to talk about those guys and I mean that's just interesting right now I know we're going to talk about the draft at some point and in terms of betting put that yeah, what are we like a it. month yeah. away or so from the from the draft I think it's 20 I don't know the exact date it's it's this month I know okay so less than a month then yeah June late yeah. June I think so that's great so go check it out over there I know that's in podcast form, as well as I saw you guys doing mock draft on Knicks Fan TV. Mock draft yeah. one, you gotta go check it out to see who the Knicks got at the eleventh pick. But who went number one in that draft? Do you remember? Oh my god, uh, CP okay. took. I think Ch- CP took Chet. CP yep. took Chet one, and then Corey took uh, Paolo. No. God, now I forget. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. CP took. I think KC, right? No, I Paolo went two to OKC. Okay, yeah. two to OKC. Because yeah. I I had to take Chet at Houston yep. with three. That that's how I remember because I was surprised that Corey took uh, Paolo at two with OKC. So I I thought I was going to be taking Paolo at three, and then I was like, wow, well, I guess I'm taking Chet. Yeah, it was uh, it was surprise surprising there, but and then Alex had Sacramento with four, and he took Ivy. Okay, and that and seems then, like yeah, that seems and like where Knicks it's going. Fans, yeah, and then Knicks fans voted on the eleventh pick, and we took some calls, and every single 
one was Johnny Davis from Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> it was all jet pro Johnny Davis. It's funny. It's funny when like everyone, like it just seems like such a consensus at this point. I mean, we need guard play obviously for the Knicks. So it makes sense, but it was a, it was a very cool setup. Very cool. The way you guys did it. I love that you take the calls, bounce around. Everyone got to, you know, pick someone uh, through the mock draft process. So if you want to go check you out over there too, that was really fun to watch and really cool to listen to you guys kind of break it down as we're leading up to this draft. And to your point, we're going to be talking about it at some point from a betting perspective try to find some good value for some of these players in the, in the lottery. And uh, hopefully we can get something good for the Knicks. So maybe we trade it. Maybe we don't. We'll see. So, yeah. And right now, I mean, Jabari is the overwhelming favorite to be the number one pick. So okay. uh, he's becoming more and more the, the number one, the favorite to be the number one pick. So it's, maybe. it's going to be, he keeps kind of changing. Don't you think like it's, I mean, the last I looked, it was pretty heavy, but I'll, I'll check again. Yeah, it's minus 330 now. That's pretty surprising so. to me. I mean, we saw with the NFL, it seemed like it was going to go one way leading up to the draft, and then all of a sudden the week before, it completely switched. I don't know if that's going to be the case this year for the NBA, but there are two or three guys I think you can make the case for going number one overall. So Yeah, yeah, the... The one that's the most surprising to me is the third overall pick. You got Paolo at, at minus 650. So oh. I, I just, it, it kind of tells you, you know, Vegas knows everything. Yeah. Sure. So it's like Paolo Bancaro isn't getting past pick number three. Yeah. It's it's all going to go. Then Houston is going to take Bancaro if he's there is, is what you assume. But yeah, the, those are all pretty much, it seems like locks yeah so to I, your point maybe put a put a bet in right now for the first overall pick because if the line keeps moving you can get mm-hmm. some good value right now exactly yeah if you want to oh and we should also probably say chet is plus 300 to go first on DraftKings right now which like which is what you just said if you want to put some money on chet right now yeah obviously the line is going to move when the the smoke screen reports come out before the <laughs> yeah. draft yeah <laughs> we exactly. all know they're coming Exactly. So yeah, I'm actually probably going to do that once we wrap up here. Just throw a half unit on it, just a little something Mm -hmm. to kind of get a bet in. But while we're talking NBA, we are here. NBA finals are here. I'm very excited to talk about it. I lost my parlay. The Heat couldn't get it done. Great couple games to end the series. I think we were talking last week about how a lot of these games were blowouts. None of the series were really all that close. I think the Heat and the Celtics delivered in their Eastern Conference final, especially at the end. Jimmy Butler put on an incredible performance, just came up a little short. And I'm excited, man. This is going to be probably, I would I would say at this point, the two best teams left in the NBA, not just based on that they're still here in the finals, but just the way they're playing, the way they're built, their deeper teams. Defense is key for both of them. And they have studs. Jason Tatum has looked so good this postseason. It's been incredible to watch. So, what are your thoughts on the NBA Finals? I know John's not here to give us his takes this week, but he'll be back next week. I'm sure he's going to talk terrible about the Warriors because he's mm-hmm. done it all playoffs. But they're here. They're the favorite to win it. So what do you think right now as we get ready but, for game one? Yeah, they definitely deserve to be the favorite. I mean, they've looked great during the playoffs. They just look great against against Dallas. But look, I I said I told you before this, on, on Knicks Fan TV, I picked Celtics in seven. Yeah, I, I hated that I picked the Celtics. I want the I want to be wrong. I want the Warriors to win, but 
man, the Celtics are are in that underdog role again, and they've been so good there. They've been so they've welcomed that role. I feel like they're happy to be there again, and I think they have. Well, I don't think they have it. I they I know that they have the best defense in the NBA just from what I've seen with my own two eyes. And they have really done well against some of the best players in the NBA, man. I, I know the argument is going to be they have, they've gone through the ringer. They just went through another deep series. They've gone through, you know, with the, with the Bucks before that too. And they've gone through a lot and the Warriors have not been tested like they have yet. You know, they just kind of put the Mavs away pretty easy. Yeah, and, but, everyone, and everyone before that. So I agree with yeah, you. They exactly. haven't had a true, a real true test yet. Yeah, the Warriors, let's face it, as great as they are, and I'm not, I agree with you. These are the two best teams. The Warriors got a little bit lucky. Yeah. Yeah. On their way to the finals. And I'm not, that's not taking away from how great they are because they are one of the two best teams, but the Celtics did not get lucky. (laughs) They had to earn their spot to the finals. And that, that could factor in. That also could be a benefit to the Celtics because they are prepared. For this. They're battle well, tested for sure. Exactly. And the Warriors don't need to be prepared. They're already battle tested, <laughs> all of those guys. But the Celtics were not. They, though, these are a bunch of young guys like Tatum and Brown are young guys. And Smart is a veteran, but he's never played in the finals before. True. And, you know, you have. Uh, Al Horford hasn't played in the finals before. First Al appearance Horford for him. He's never played in the finals before. Yeah. Um, and. You know, guys, uh, oh God, who's that kid I'm thinking of? Uh, oh God, Robert Williams. Sorry. Robert Williams. On Robert yeah. Williams' name. Um, he's a key factor too. And he's, I think he's played so many big minutes now. I think he should be prepared for, uh, big moments now too. But yeah, I just think their defense is so damn good. I, I was listening to Low Post today with, uh, he had Kevin Arnovitz on the show and he was previewing it. And it's like, yeah, this is, maybe the most anticipated finals since LeBron played the 73 and nine warriors because the finals were so how many years have we said like, this finals is boring as shit, man. Yeah. We know who's going to win and it's, it's boring. Like this year, I mean, maybe we're, we're looking at like, maybe the Celtics could actually pull this off. Their defense is really, really good. Maybe they could stop Steph and pull it off. And I, I think they have a legitimate shot at doing it. Yeah, and I mean, just some of the things, like the Celtics have been banged up throughout this thing, but they've battled through it. Warriors have been pretty healthy. I mean, they lost Otto Porter. They lost Peyton for a little bit. So those guys are probably coming back and ready to play, obviously. Poole's been great for them. Wiggins has been great for them. But look at these odds here. To me, I'm kind of surprised. The the lowest odds for the series of correct score is what I'm looking at. It's Warriors in seven at plus three ten, Celtics in six at plus three seventy. So essentially, and then Celtics in seven is plus six fifty. It's way down, fifth or sixth, uh, you know, lowest odds. So essentially, to me, that's Vegas telling me that there's no way Boston's winning in seven because they're just not going to go on the road and win in Golden State Game Seven, which I think when it comes to a game seven, you you never know. I mean, there's just so many factors go into it. So I'm kind of leaning towards just taking both teams to win in seven, just hoping that it goes the full way. 
the NBA machine gets their dollars. They stretch this out. They get all the storylines. Plus 310 and plus 650. Half unit on each of those, or even a full unit at this point. It's the last series of the season. Those aren't those are pretty good odds. Instead of taking the Warriors straight up, you know, you can bet the Warriors every every way the correct score besides the sweep. You can bet a sweep if you want. It's plus twelve hundred. It's probably not gonna happen. But taking them minus one fifty, minus one sixty, whatever it is to win the series, I'd rather just look at the correct score and take Warriors four three, Warriors four one, or Warriors four two and get some better value that way. If you think the Warriors are going to win, which I do at this point. Yeah, I already took the Celtics plus 650 to win in seven. Okay. So I, I already took that one. Taking the, the Warriors in seven is interesting too, to, to take both teams to win. I hadn't thought about that one, but yeah, I, I, I also like, did you see the, the series outcome too? Like you can bet on who's going to win each game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the odds on that are crazy because yeah. it's, well, you get one upset thrown in there, it changes yeah. the whole thing. That one was really, really interesting. Obviously, like, the odds of betting correctly are ridiculous on yeah. those, but it's worth putting, might be worth putting, like you said, half a unit on on something like that. Like, I'm just looking again at <laughs> yeah. a no, to your point, thing, like, yeah. If you if you think it's going to go game seven, the lowest odds there are plus six thousand. So to your point, I might sprinkle like a quarter unit on just a bunch of these, and end mm-hmm. up going in for a unit or a unit and a half, maybe two units to so just take eight of them and try to hit you know twenty five bucks to win whatever that math is on that fifteen hundred dollars. I might do that. What's interesting to me is the lowest odds plus twelve hundred is just a straight up sweep. If I'm reading this correctly, right? Yeah, Golden State sweep. That seems so unlikely to me. I'm surprised that that's the lowest odds. It's Golden Boston State sweep. sweep. Yeah, right Boston after sweep. it. 14, yeah. To me, that seems way more unlikely than a six-game series or a seven-game series, but I guess there's more combinations and variables and stuff that go into seven-game series. That's why you get the, the crazier odds. So, yeah. But for me, I think... I'm looking at it two ways. I might do it all. I might do a half unit just on everything and just do a half unit on the Warriors in seven, a half unit on the Celtics in seven. So this way I'm just rooting for it to go long, whether, you know, whoever wins, I'm up money. So that's fine. And I might take the Warriors, um, to win four one. That's plus four fifty or Warriors to win four two at plus five fifty. I don't know if I said it, but the Celtics to win, I think you said it's plus 650. So yeah. half a unit on each of those, plus 310, plus 450, plus 550, plus 650. If one of those hits, I'm making some money. Okay. So that's where I'm looking at for the NBA. Um, you got anything else you're looking at? I know there's some, you know, some, you know, who, who's going to have the most points, who's going to have the most threes, some player props and stuff like that, or final props. Anything like that catch your eye or nothing caught my uh, eye? Yeah, not really. I mean, the the points, obviously, I looked at stuff like that. But, I mean, it's just nobody but Tatum or, or Steph is going to lead. And it's, <laughs> yeah. so, it's so neck and neck. It's not, it wasn't really worth putting any, any money on to me. I think I'll probably bet on who's going to win finals MVP. Yeah, do you have the odds for that? I don't have the odds for that in New York, so... I'm looking at uh, DraftKings right now. 
Okay. And Steph is plus 110. Tatum is plus 170. Uh, Jalen Brown plus 1100. Clay plus 1500. Draymond 18. Uh, Wiggins 25. And et cetera, pool 35, smart 45, Al Horford 9,000. I think it's, yeah, I think it's significantly higher uh, on FanDuel Horford's odds, if I'm not mistaken. I, like I told you before we came on here, um, I was reading an article saying, like, advocating to bet on Horford because, you know, the emotional and tight, like, there's so many, there's going to be so many, like, Al Horford articles coming oh, out yeah. around, around these finals. There's going to be the Al Horford narrative surrounding these finals. And a lot, remember when Andre Godala won finals yep. MVP? Yeah. There's going to be, uh, I don't know if writers, I guess if Al Horford has a good finals or na- borderline great finals, there's going to be a push from people to get him the finals MVP. And he plays great defense too on whoever he ends up guarding. Um, yeah, I I think it's worth putting money on too it, at those odds. I think it's a great bet too, especially because like I think if it's Golden State, I think one of the big narratives. So this is why I think it's not available in New York is because it's like it's it's voted on. It's not an outcome of a game. And I don't think in New York they allow stuff like that. You can't bet on the Oscars. Oh, can't, you can't bet on the Heisman probably too. That's yeah, yeah. You can't bet on stuff like that in New York. So I think that's probably why. Now that we're talking through it a little bit, that's why it's not available for mm-hmm. me. But um, to your point, I think that's a great point because if it's on the Celtics, all those guys are so young that I think it might happen like it happened to Steph Curry and the Warriors when it went to Iguodala. They were all young. Steph Curry was probably the best player in that series, but. Iguodala had an amazing moments, had an amazing storyline, had those highlight plays and defensive plays and offensive plays. So um, he ended up winning it. So Mm -hmm. I think there's a chance that if Al Harford, he has the storylines, if he plays well on both sides of the ball and he has some big time moments some big time shots and big time blocks, whatever it might be. I think there's definitely a legitimate chance he wins it over Tatum or Brown. Um, as far as the Warriors go, I think there's just the narratives out there so much about how it's crazy Steph Curry hasn't won one that I think it's it's tough to bet anyone else. Like, are you really going to bet Clay Thompson? Was it plus 1,500? Yeah, he'd have to go bananas to win. Like, yeah. absolutely insane, over-the-top bananas. Yeah. If, it, it, if the Warriors win the finals, it would have to be – someone else would have to go crazy. Or Steph, Steph would have to get hurt and they would still have to win. That would be the right. only other option, really. Right. Because exactly. at this point, Steph's going to score 25 to 35 every mm-hmm. night, orchestrate the offense, and get it done. So, yeah, mm-hmm. if I'm betting, I'm, I'm looking at that Al Horford bet just because of the odds. I think it might be some good value again, quarter unit, half unit, something like that. Just take a shot at it. So with, yeah. the, NBA, with the NBA, anything else catch your eye or you want to move on? Because... Not really, to be honest. I was looking. I was looking a lot at the the draft stuff too, because we were doing all the draft stuff. The final stuff. No, I was just looking at um the the MVP and uh the the line for the opening game. I was looking at. Oh too, yeah, that, let's look at that. That was that was moving a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a three and a half now though. Warriors favorite, obviously. Yeah, it's a three and a half favorite. Thursday night is going to be the game. Nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. 
I like the Warriors in that one. Three and a half, I think, is it's a little high. Do you know what the movement's been on the line, or are you just seeing that it's just changing from I've saw it's three been to at, three and a half or four yeah, to three and a half? Three to three and a half. I haven't seen it at four. I haven't yeah. seen it that high, but I've seen it at three, three and a half. I don't think it opened at two and a half. I'm pretty sure it opened at three. I know yeah. I've seen it at three. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it opened at three. It might have been two and a half, but now I, I know it went up. So it's up to three and a half, which isn't really a surprise. I think I think it could go up again. I wouldn't be surprised if it went up again. But yeah, I agree with you. Like I said, I think the Celtics are going to win the series, but I like the Warriors in game one. So I'm going to take Warriors three and a half or whatever it is. I, I'll probably take them three and a half. Yeah, 80, 80% of the money, 80% of the bets coming in on the Warriors right now. So that's why the yeah. lines move from three to three and a half. You think it's going to stay that way the whole series? People just hammering the words no matter where in Boston or Golden State. I think it's going to, I think until Boston shows you something, I, you know, I think the Warriors, maybe it's because I've been listening to John every week talk about it, but I think they've just been very disrespected throughout these playoffs. Yes, they're not as good as once, as they once were, but they're still one of the best teams in the league just because they have that unbelievable mix right now of veteran players with young players who are able to play at a high level. It's tough to find that both these teams are homegrown teams. That's been a storyline right now to kick off yeah. the NBA finals. That's been really cool to watch to see these, you know, these teams draft really well, add some key pieces throughout the process, but the core of these teams are homegrown talent. So it's been really interesting to watch. I think until the Celtics kind of show you something, I think the Warriors are going to get pretty heavy, especially at home to start the series. Yeah, I think they've showed they've showed enough to me that they can win a championship in terms of their defense. I get what you're saying in terms of their offense, their shot selection is sometimes brutal. Yeah. Dude, they just they have make, they just have moments where the shot selection is bad, the turnovers are atrocious. Like they have those there was a thing going on with the Heat where they just have one bad quarter and they lose the game. Well, the, look, they do, let's be real, they do stuff against these other teams where if they do that stuff against the Warriors, they'll lose. They yeah. won't be able to get away with it because it's the Warriors. That's that's the way it is. And you can't make mistakes like that against them. And they, honestly, if the, the Bucks were full strength, they probably wouldn't have gotten away with it against them. True. So, and yeah, I, I they're going to have to short up to to win that series. For sure. They won't be able to take as many or make as many turnovers. Sorry. Yeah. Turnovers and bad plays. Like you said, bad, mm -hmm. bad shots, whatever it might be. Little fun bet as we wrap up the NBA stuff to look at. If it's close at halftime, I'm going to hammer the Warriors in the third quarter, whatever the third quarter line is. Oh, yeah. They always come out hot. They come out yeah. hot. The war and the Celtics sometimes are hit and miss in the third quarter. So Golden State third quarter, especially if it's close, definitely going to be looking at that. Something else to watch in game one. Uh, I, I haven't seen his total yet, so I'm going to look, but look at Marcus, uh, Marcus Smart's point total for game one and just get, I'm not saying over under yet, but may lean under because he's going to take a lot of shots and maybe they won't be so good. His first game in the NBA finals, he's going to shoot a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> and he's going to have his hands full on defense. Yeah. So that might yeah, slow so, him down a little too. Yeah. Just look, I mean, look at the total first and see if it's something you think he can realistically get. But that's one I'm going to, if I'm going to check out any prop, it's going to be smarts point total. I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. 
So as we move away from the NBA Finals, you're going to have to listen to me talk a little bit about NHL here because <laughs> John's usually our, you know, our go-to guy with this NHL stuff. But I, video producer Greg, hit a parlay last round. Nice. 100 bucks to win $723 or whatever it was. Rangers advanced. They were the underdog. Edmonton advanced. They were the underdog. I threw the avalanche in there as well. So I want to shout me out. Got to do my own promotion sometimes, but that's okay. Hit that NHL bet. And I'm taking, I'm taking some money off the table. I'm taking, you know, a couple hundred bucks off the table. I'm putting $200 back on the NHL game. One's already in the books for the Edmonton and the Avalanche series. Avalanche won that one. I put the bet in tonight before the Rangers started. I think it's one, one still right now. Um, so we'll see how this game ends for the Rangers because beforehand, I think they were plus 162 in the series. So I took them and the Avalanche and moved it to about two plus 220. So I'll put 200 on that to win 440 bucks. Um, the Rangers are up 2 1 right now. So that's looking, that's beautiful, beautiful. So, um, we'll see what it's like after this, but I think the Rangers have a shot. It's they're, they're playing so well. They're closing out series. Tampa Bay just sweeped the Panthers and they've been sitting around for a week while the Rangers have been kicking ass and taking names. So I, I, I don't know. The Rangers weren't supposed to be this good. So I feel like we're kind of playing with house money, but I'm here for it. I'm excited for it. That's my one minute, two minutes on the NHL. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for this Rangers series. Get your bets in now. The only thing I didn't look at, uh, they're not going to have it now because the Rangers are playing, but Rangers to win it all. Throw a little money on that. So I put 200 on the parlay, whatever it is tonight. If they win or lose, doesn't matter. I'll throw another 100 on the uh, Rangers to win the whole thing, just as a little bit. And that's why yeah, that's, that's, I was going to say, yeah, do you already have money on the Rangers? I assume to win it all. I have like 50 bucks, something like that, 25 oh, okay, bucks, okay. but I'll throw another 100 at it. I think I took them. Um, Early on, and they were in the f- plus five hundred ish range, so it might be like fifty bucks to win like two hundred, two fifty or something. Um, nothing too crazy, but um, I'll throw another hundred on it, especially because I hit MLB parlay. So we'll talk about that later. But oh, first, nice. I want to talk a little PGA because we begin into it. This might be our thing, man. We might be doing this PGA stuff every yeah. week because I love it. I throw twenty five, fifty bucks. I pick a couple guys to finish in the top 10, top 20. Then Justin Rose doesn't make the cut, and I absolutely hate my life. Oh, so Justin it happens. It happens. Rose, man. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about that. Last week we had um, – oh, God, I'm blanking on the tournament now. I had it up earlier. It's Charles Schwab. Yeah, Charles, Charles Schwab. Schwab. Yep. Yeah, so that was down in Texas. I know we gave out some couple bets on that. Did you have anything hit for that or anything come close? Nope. I, I didn't have Torres, anything. I had Wills of Torres break my heart two weeks ago, and I haven't recovered yet still. So, But I'm going back to the well. I'm taking Wills of Torres this week, so we'll talk about it. But To win? Uh, top 10. Okay. We're taking top 10. I'll just give it out right now. I'm taking Zatoris and it was a Morikawa. I think I have here. Yeah, Zatoris and Morikawa finished top 10. And was it the Memorial? I don't know. If- <laughs> yeah, the Memorial Tournament in uh- – Dublin, Ohio. It's Jack Nicholas's course. He- gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'm taking that. That's plus 1100. So it's 50 bucks to win 550. I'll take that all day. But, so you got Morikawa and who? Uh, Will Zatoris. Oh, uh, Willie Z and Morikawa. Yeah, those have been my two guys. 
I, to be completely honest, to be completely transparent, did not do a lot of handicapping. Like, didn't look at the course. I just, I've just been following golf now week in, week out. Yeah. So I've been putting 25, 50 bucks. Both these guys have been playing okay. Morikawa didn't play great two weeks ago for the Charles Schwab. I forget. Or two weeks ago for, uh, whatever we bet on last week for Charles Schwab. I think he played okay. I can't remember how well Zatoris finished because I didn't bet on him. So I wasn't really looking at him, but. I saw your boy Rory's the number one top favorite to win this week. Is he? I thought he might be some the the golf the books with golf. It's so off that I know Rom was the favorite when I took him. I think on Fanduel. Oh, uh, Rom. Yeah. All right. So well, this is weird. So Rom is a favorite. He's plus a thousand. Rory's plus eleven hundred. But then when you go to the top ten, Rory's plus one twenty five, and John Rom's plus one thirty five. Interesting. So it kind of flips a little bit there. I guess they think Roy's maybe a little bit more consistent where John Rom could either win it or be outside the top 10. Roy, Rory consistent is not something you hear very yeah. much too. No, no, but he's one of those guys where as long as he's in the hunt, I don't know what the top, the, the, the golf term is. Maybe it is in the hunt. I just think of football with that on Saturday and Sunday. He can get on a run. He can also just finish six, six over. But he could finish six under and shoot right up that leaderboard. I also saw fan one of FanDuel's special golf bests from like one of their guys is a Rory top ten or something. Oh. Like I don't and some boosted uh, odds. I don't know if it's boosted odds. It okay. was just like this guy's pick. I, gotcha. I don't know what his. Gotcha. Uh, all yeah, those, Rory plus ten is the favorite. Plus one twenty five. Yeah, that's kind of surprising that he's ahead of Rom there. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it just says this guy's name is Colt Nost or something, and it says bet with Colt. You know, I like Barstool has bet with Big Cat or whatever. Yeah. I guess that's what they're trying to do. Okay, and it says bet with him, and it says Rory to finish top ten. I don't. It doesn't seem like it's an odds boost. It would say odds boost. I think they're yeah. just trying to get you to bet bet with a guy that you've never heard of. Is kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> like. It's not exactly like Ben. I don't with care Big if I've ever heard of him. If he's hot, he's hot. You know, that's all I worry. That's, that's all I care about. I I would completely agree, except they're not advertising it like that. <laughs> but whatever. What are you gonna do? So what do you got going on this weekend for golf? Who are you looking at? Are you looking at top tens? Are you looking at just outright winners? I got a few things. I got one, two I got four going here. Um okay. I got a top I got a top 20, a top 10, and I got two winners. Um, I'll give you the winners first, actually, because I, like uh, I, I already mentioned John Rahm, and I never take favorites in golf ever. But, you know, and obviously we just mentioned Rahm plus a thousand on FanDuel. Yep. And Rahm was winning by six strokes in this tournament last year when he dropped out because of COVID. He was dominant. This was the tournament where they came up to him or like he got to yes. leave. Yeah, he tested positive. Okay. And in 2020, he won it. So he could have been a back to back champion. I feel like he's really motivated, really <laughs> motivated to win this one. Oh, yeah. Cause he was um, angry about getting. Yes, he was furious. Wow. <laughs> um, so I like him to win again. Don't like betting on the favorite, but it's kind of hard to ignore the storyline there. And also, He's awesome and he's playing well and yeah. he's, he's kind of due for a win too in a, in a big tournament. Um, I also took a, a popular one whose name you, you haven't seen in a, a while, kind of towards the, the top of the 
uh, leaderboard, but I took Shane Lowry, who I, I like, Shane Lowry. Okay. And he has a pretty good history of playing well here. In uh, Last year, he finished sixth. Um, 2020, this is a hard course, but 2020, he missed the cut, which isn't great. And 2019, he didn't play. 2018, uh, 52nd. But 2017, uh, tied for 15th. So he has, he's played here, played well here a couple times. And I didn't look back further than that because further than 2017, I, I don't really, yeah. that's, a, that's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. <laughs> it sounds terrible um, to say, but it was. Yeah, it is a long time ago. Um, yeah, but I thought, uh, oh, I, on DraftKings, they have a, a boost where you can add plus 300 to any winner's odds. So like Shane Lowry's oh. plus two thousand, but I got him at plus twenty three hundred. So okay. that's where I on draft on DraftKings has that boost. You can there's DraftKings is pretty flawed, but when they do stuff like that, you, it's worth noting that one. So I took Lowry and Rom as uh, straight up winners. Okay, and uh, Xander Schauffele is my top ten, uh, plus one seventy on FanDuel. Um, the last three years, he's been pretty consistently good at the Memorial has not finished in the top 10, but he's knocking right on the door. Uh, 2019, 14th, 2020, 13th, and last year tied for 11th. And he's obviously, he's really good, uh, playing pretty well. Uh, I feel like he's right there. I, I like him to finish in the top 10. And obviously, plus 170 is pretty good. And I I thought about taking a, a top 10 parlay, but I, I just went with him because I'm placing all these these other ones. I was just like, I'm going to go with him. And also, because I'm doing this one, and this is my my favorite bet for this tournament, and that's uh, Ricky Fowler to finish in the top 20. And it's another DraftKings boost, they're giving you a 20% boost on any player to finish in the top 20. So Ricky Fowler, I believe, is plus 275. But with the boost, I got him at plus 330. Okay. And I know you're probably Ricky Fowler, not exactly mentioned for playing well recently, <laughs> uh, plays this course well. Uh, second in 2017. Eighth in 2018, 14th in 2019, missed the cut in 2020. Last year, he finished 11th. So wow. he, he's good at this course. Yeah, I actually thought about taking him top 10, but I thought that was going a little far because he hasn't played well recently. And plus 330 to finish in the top 20 is pretty good. So Ricky Fowler is my favorite bet here. My best bet is Ricky Fowler to finish in the top 20. I love that too because I feel like it just... It takes a lot of the pressure off. It's yeah. like, okay, man, you got it. First of all, first hurdle, let's make the cut. Once we make the cut, we got a shot no matter where we're at. But if you're playing well on Thursday and Friday going into that, I mean, you're, you got, you got to feel good about that. I love this golf stuff with the top 10, top 20. I know John usually does the, uh, yeah. just to make the cut parlays. He throws 10 or 10 or 11 guys in there. Those are so nerve wracking. I tried that one time. I'm like, I can't, I can't. Those are so nerve wracking. Cause I'm looking at the, I'm looking at their scores at work. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm yeah. staring at my phone at work. I'm like, I can't, I can't. I got to focus on, and I, I can't focus at work because I I'm, I can't. 
and it's like funny too because like i'm used to like the now that we're doing this i'm more into golf and i'm looking more and it's like i'm used to the masters website and it's so good and then you like Mm -hmm. try to follow it on these off like these random tournaments and stuff and it's just the the espn site is terrible Terrible. at updating terrible at it yep so that's uh that's where i'm at with it too it's just a little i wish i don't know if there's like a I don't know if there's like a, you know, NBA package, but for golf or something like that, where I, yeah, just, I don't know. I just but, watch my dad is obsessed with golf. So he, we have the, the golf channel, the okay. golf network, whatever it is. Yeah. And it's just on all, all the time. Like my dad's, my dad says the only reason he won't get rid of cable is because of the golf network and the Yankees. Like that, that's <laughs> yeah. why he can't rid of, get, get rid of cable. I know. I was feeling that too. We got the, mm-hmm. uh, I got the SNY app now going on the Roku and stuff and the S yes yeah. app and all that. So it's so pretty good, but that's what we got for golf. Let's move to MLB. Mm-hmm. Cause like I said, I hit a real nice parlay and it was also, um, a boost as well. So over the weekend, their FanDuel was doing like a 50% bonus on any three or more same game parlay. And I thought it was if you lose, so up to $200. So I was like, okay, if I bet $200 on a parlay and I lose, I get $100 back. So to me, it's like, all right, I'm betting $100, but I'm getting $200 in value. And we talked last week about um, betting MLB and adding in someone to get a hit as kind of juicing up the odds a little bit, especially if you think, you know, if your team's going to win by two or three or four runs. People are going to be hitting the ball. People are going to be scoring. So um, I threw in the Mets minus one and a half when they were playing the Phillies. Marte to get a hit, Alonzo to get a hit, and Harper to get a hit for $200 at plus 440. So that won me 1075 So that was great. That refueled, that refueled my account real nice. So I was happy about that. And I, since then, that's I, I've just been betting it. The beautiful thing about that, that wasn't if you lose. That was just if you bet it. So then I got a free $100 bet mm-hmm. as well with that. So shout out FanDuel for that. To your point about the golf stuff and the promo stuff on DraftKings, like a lot of this promo stuff has been awesome. So I check that daily just to see in there. Sometimes there's like baseball ones. So if you guys are on there, you're looking at FanDuel, DraftKings. I'm sure all the major sports books have some sort of promo yeah. going. But I mean, sometimes they do stuff on FanDuel where it's like pick someone to hit a home run. If they hit a home run, you get another five bucks for every home run hit in that game. So, yeah, I would lean towards FanDuel on the baseball stuff because DraftKings is always trying to get you to do same game parlays for baseball and so yeah. those are those are tough. Those hardly ever hit with cuz the DraftKings same game parlays hardly ever hit because you have to add I don't know if, if you do the DraftKings same game parlays ever but there's so many conditions to them sometimes. No, I it's, it's a, annoying and it's I, I don't know. It's, it's, I'd rather do the, the fan, uh, lean towards the FanDuel promos. But with baseball, I've, I think you mentioned the Padres as a, a solid away team last weekend. I, I bet them. I hope you weren't betting them this week because they're the only team that killed me this week. I know. I, I was just going to say, I lost twice with them this week. <laughs> they were terrible. But I, if, if you listened, I've been betting Houston and Oakland. They've won every single game. I think oh, they really? didn't cover today, though. 
I won with, uh, I think the White Sox twice. That's something I, okay. I was, I was going to say home dogs. I'm, I'm starting to bet. Like I was like, I'm going to start to treat it a little bit like, um, uh, college, like I do with college football and just look at home dogs and how teams are when they're at home and the, the free with the run line, not, not the spread, the run line, whatever. Uh, and teams like the Baltimore Orioles have a weirdly good record when yeah. they're at home as a dog. And that makes me nervous to bet on the Orioles, of course, but man, and you know who else does is the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks have been pretty good at home. So I, I took them and still nervous when you do, but I don't know. They, they do well, whatever, whatever it is, I guess some of these, and like you said last week about the Padres, some of these teams are bizarrely better on the road. I think the White Sox are one of those teams too. I feel like. Yeah. I forget if it's the White Sox. I think I know the Cubs are good at Cubs are good at home. The Cubs won for me a couple of times at home. Yeah, it's tough. The only thing is with the with the uh the underdogs of the Orioles and stuff, if you're getting a run and a half, sometimes the line moves to like minus like one sixty. And I'm like, I can't bet the Orioles and lay that kind of juice. So mm-hmm. when they're playing against a good team, like sometimes when they're playing the Yankees, they're plus one and a half and they're still like plus one ten or plus one fifteen or something like that. And that's beautiful because all you need is the game to be close and you're hitting that. And like you said, they cover a lot. So I'm kind of going through it a little bit because I I hit those bets. I hit a live Rangers bet when they were playing Oakland. That was the other team that played Oakland this week. So I bet the Rangers a lot and they hit a lot, which is great. But since then, I think I've lost four in a row now because one guy in the parlay hasn't gotten the hit. Like Kelly baseball is the hardest thing that I've ever bet. It's by by far the hardest thing I've ever bet. Like yesterday, yesterday I think I had the Mets minus one and a half and Jeff McNeil to get a hit. And then I also just bet the Mets just minus one and a half as well. And every single Met had a hit on the whole entire team except Jeff McNeil went over five. <laughs> it's like, how is that possible? I could have picked anyone on the roster. I could have picked anyone. I could have picked Plummer, who just came up. I could have picked up our backup catcher, who had a career day today. I think he went three for three. Like, you could have picked anyone. So, for me, for the Mets, I'm locking in uh, Francisco Lindor to get an RBI. Ten-game streak with that. Has 20 over the last ten games. Uh, Pete Alonso to get a walk. He gets walked every single game, whether it's intentional or not. They walk him at some point. He's playing really well. Marte to get a hit, and then the Mets minus one and a half. I don't care who we're playing at this point. We're so hot that I'm betting that every day until it loses three times in a row. Other than that, to your point, we shouted out a couple teams. Still, I'm betting against Oakland when they're home. I'm betting against the Padres when they're home. Padres killed me this week on the road against St. Louis. I thought that was they were going to at least win one of those. They lost all three. So you win some, you lose some, but... The beautiful thing about betting the run line, usually it's plus money. So even if you go one-on-one, you're still up money at the end of the day. So that's why I like doing it. Yeah, same. And I, I'm also loving the watching the Nationals and the standings too because I have the worst record. It's so much fun to watch was, that. Yeah. I was thinking about it when we were kicking the shit out of them this week. We were beating oh, my God. I hope stuff. you guys sweep them for the rest of the season. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I hope you kill them every game. I'm <laughs> Juan Soto had one hit in 11 at-bats. I was watching that. I was like, Chip's got to be loving this. I think oh, he has, my God. 
I think he has like 20 RBIs on the season. That's what Francisco Lindor has in the last 10 games. I mean, wow. he's having such a bad season. Whole team's having a bad season. He wants out of there so bad, huh? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm gone. He, I mean, you can't blame him, of course. And what he's going to get is get $300 million to go play with a team that's actually competent. I mean, yeah. why, you know, why wouldn't you want out? And he's, I mean, they're, I think they have two more wins last I looked or one more win than the Royals. Yeah, it's it didn't look at the start. It looked like they weren't going to be as bad as like the Royals and the Reds. And now it's like, OK, well, okay. the Reds, the Reds started out so bad. And then I came on as like, the Reds have been hot and they've been OK since then. Yeah. They've been doing all right. The Royals, the Royals are really bad. Yeah, it's yeah. I think it's going to be Royals and Nationals. I thought it was going to be like Reds. Were, I think it's going to be Royals and the Royals are gonna uh, the Nationals are gonna have some real competition with the Royals. I'm not what, sure. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm gonna win this one, man. I the know, Royals are kill, so bad. What's killing you too is that the NL East just hasn't been that good. So it's like if the yeah. Phillies were good and the Braves were good, they oh, would all God, be beating up the on Phillies. the Nationals. But remember when remember when Phillies fans like went bananas because they hired Joe Girardi? Yeah. Oh. And every Yankee every Yankee fan like me was like why are you why are you happy about this? <laughs> like, I hated it because to me it was a lateral yeah. move. It was like a the manager from a team I hate went to a man went to a team I hate. So yeah, it didn't matter to it's me. Just, I still hated George. There's Rory. nothing. There's nothing impressive about him. Like it was just bizarre that they but were. You guys, so happy. Were, you guys were World Series with him though, right? That, that's true, but. We also had a nine trillion dollar payroll and <laughs> like nine all stars, and That's it was true. like whatever. I mean, I think Aaron Boone is just as good a manager as Joe Girardi, if not better. So, and I also whatever. It's a manager in baseball. How many managers really impact the game? I don't know. Bucky Shaw Walter got it going for the Mets. He's this very year. good. He's very good. He's, He's very good. Going, Alex so. Cora is very good too. Guys like that yeah. are good. And I, wasn't I, also, sure, yeah. I wasn't sure just because it's you and me and John is in here and Alex is in here. Got I wasn't sure about him going into the season. I don't know how I feel about like older coaches who have gone to like the broadcasting booth and then coming back. But I mean, he absorbed a lot. He talked to a lot of people over those like, couple of years that he was in the broadcasting booth and brought it all back. So a lot of them are so non-receptive to like the new yeah. way of thinking. And he is not like that. Yeah. yeah, well, I really respect how uh, receptive he is towards like the new, the way the game has changed and stuff, and that's why he's so good at it. And it's he's he's re- he's just really he knows so much about the game. Yeah, so it was a good hire. It was a good hire. It's been working out so far. There's a long season mm-hmm. left, but it's June first. The Mets and the Yankees are first place at both of their divisions right now. Oh my god! First time since 2006, I think is the stat that's yeah. going around on the Twitter sphere. So shout out baseball. We still got some NBA finals. We still got some NHL playoffs to wrap up. But when that's all over, it's going to be golf and baseball. And I'm going to be loving it. I'm going to be absolutely loving it because the Mets are looking good. The Yankees are looking good. And I want that Subway Series. I want the Yankees so bad. Mark it right now, 46 (laughs) minutes in on June 1st. I'm saying it. Clip it. Save it. Whatever you want. (laughs) Rub it in my face in October if it doesn't work out. But until then, I'm ready for it. I I hope we make it all the way. Let's wrap it up here, Chip. Anything else for the episode? Uh, no, man. I, I don't think so. I think we got to everything. What do you yeah, got coming uh, up uh, this week? More uh, more draft stuff? Yeah, we're working on some draft stuff. Me and uh, Alex and Jeff Campbell over at Knicks Fan TV, we're going to have some stuff for the draft coming out soon. 
so check that out when it comes out. It'll be uh, over on uh, Nick's Van TV. We'll release it on the Twitter over there. And uh, check out my Twitter, at uh, ShipMurphy7 for all my stuff. Uh, and just check out Nick's Fan TV, obviously. Yeah, Nick's Fan TV. I mean, great, great. I don't know what to even call it. A website, conglomerate, like product, Just media empire. One, yeah, the number one Knicks site, content yeah. site. So yeah. check it out. You know, <laughs> for all the, the fans. Socials, absolutely. And on that note, Chip, thank you so much again for hopping on this. Of course, week. man. Winning Picks Weekly. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on YouTube. We're on the Knicks, Jets, etc. YouTube channel. If somehow you're watching this, you haven't checked them out. That's John, the usual host. Alex, they go over everything Jets, everything Knicks, and etc. I mean, we talk it up, we chop it up baseball, we chop it up whatever we want. Top 10 NFL QBs. We'll get into a whole bunch of stuff. So check us out on YouTube, check us out on Twitter, and of course, our podcast. You can find us anywhere podcasts are available. We'll see you guys next week. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.